4: That's never how we started. Um, (laughs) Welcome!
0: We've had some absolute scumbags come through
2: here.
4: Welcome to the Hunks Podcast, Season 2, Episode 3. It's getting better by the minute, like a good cheese uh this is uh, of course tim my name is tim i'm dana i'm matt i'm rory together we make up the sketch group called hunks and this podcast is made possible by uh the manitoba government safe at home program i hope that you're saying saying staying safe and saying safe at home if you say safe it's like you know you can visualize it and help yourself get there and get in and out uh it's also uh, partly uh brought to uh uh, brought to you by the winnipeg comedy festival and that brings us to our guest uh esteemed comedian artistic artistic director of the winnipeg comedy festival uh excellent comedian and performer in his own right and a writer and all sorts of cool stuff can't wait to get into it what's up d jenkinson
1: Hi. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> Hi, Dean. Good. How are you?
2: Hi. Hi, Dean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hi, everybody. Let's all go I'll, around. I'll dial in. it down. Apparently, I brought a little too much enthusiasm. <laughs> 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 I didn't realize we were supposed to be. That's just, okay.
0: Tim, cool. Tim got you cool. wound up with that. What? I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> da, 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 da. I was expecting the music to yeah, come in. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's good. <laughs> Why do you, you're in an empty room. Why do you yeah. have that? Was it in your pocket? <laughs> yeah. It's in our, gotta, uh, in our, he's in our office.
3: Loaded, in our office, in all of the drawers, there's just like kazoos and funny hats and like fake noses in yeah. another drawer. He's got filing cabinets <laughs> full of wigs. It's like a, when a clown
2: <laughs> not really pretends fair. to be a
5: businessman. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: So he takes the office with the cool props, and yeah. you're in the kitchen, Dana. That's where I see you. That's, yeah. not, that's not cool. That's very sexist, actually.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, I never thought of it that way. I just like being close to my dog, but you're right. She is right. a bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and now to introduce some discord between Matt and Rory,
4: and i promised yeah. everything I knew, set up to do. <laughs> And then in and out in five minutes.
0: Yeah, we're gonna um, be fighting over a rubber chicken before this is all over. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're both Irish. So that won't be it won't take long. <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: well Dean, we got a whole bunch of uh, uh, questions we got 21 questions for you 21 <laughs> questions all
1: right we'll try to space them up well this is very i've never been interviewed by four people before this is very top heavy it feels like a very cbc production yeah. four hosts and one guest <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
5: we couldn't we figure out good. how to make this more expensive
1: <laughs> <laughs> you be my sidekick no you be my sidekick. fine we'll all be co-hosts <laughs>
4: Uh, Remember when the National was hosted by 30 Helens?
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Helen Man's I haven't seen the National in a long time. Like, uh, I haven't had cable in a while, so Mm. I haven't seen it in a bit. Do they still stand? I remember when they made a big deal about, you know what? Oh, yeah. We're not going to sit anymore.
3: People stand now. Yeah. Get used
1: to it. I'm I'm kind of against
5: it. I don't like it. I don't like it it either. Tell me why. Tell me why. It feels condescending. It feels like they're like, <laughs> we're we're like you. We stand. <laughs> I want my news person to be authoritative, sitting down. That's such a power move. You sit yeah. and you read yes. from a piece of paper. Yeah. 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 And then
3: in person, you smell like cigars. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And leather.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the desk. The desk
4: is such a... You know, it's the vehicle. It's the yeah. vehicle that drives well, us all. Well, the desk.
1: Yeah, the desk is where you yeah. work from. And right? your yeah. desk has your papers on it. It's got your silly putty. You're
5: surprisingly liberal. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's
3: like having an office with foosball yeah. tables in it. It's like, what is he going to start? Is he going to start playing darts now while doing the news? <laughs> like we do some sort of things a little different around here.
0: <laughs> Loosen the tie. <laughs>
3: screw screw yeah, yeah. together
0: uh, a pool cue. I'm a
3: cool anchor, okay? I'm not like your grandma's anchor.
5: S- starts, sits down, starts on the edge of a desk, and starts
3: playing guitar. <laughs> I, taught, I taught English in Japan a little while ago. <laughs> back in my 20s. <laughs> I'm
4: just going to be getting a lower back tattoo while I read you the evening.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you guys, I just realized that's a joke from Pen15. Sh- shout out to Pen15. Oh, the, great the TV the show! Great TV show. Sorry, ten fifteen. <laughs> had,
1: was that the the lower back tattoo or a joke before that?
3: The um, ta- taught English in Japan uh, in oh. my twenties. Yeah.
1: All right. No one's allowed to say that. Okay. Anymore. Yeah. We'll bleep no it out. To say English <laughs> it Korea, taught English in Japan. Korea. Korea taught English
0: yeah. taught French in Korea. English as a third language. That's what I was teaching. Yeah, that's
5: right.
2: I'd like, I think I could
5: probably teach English as a ninth language. And people would be like, that English not so good. And then, well, it's my ninth language. That's pretty yeah. impressive. <laughs> that's right. You don't have to be that good to
1: teach English as a ninth language. No. Yeah, no. That's like a day. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You're just teaching right. the swear words.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Person who gets into so much trouble immediately leaving your school.
5: Yeah. Gets kicked out of the country. <laughs>
4: yeah, steals a cop car.
3: <laughs> ah.
2: <laughs> it's...
1: Was that the first question? Yeah, was that, yeah, that, was, get yeah that was. <laughs> get have you ever taught
3: English in Japan?
1: <laughs> I never have. I've never taught English to... Um, Anyone, I don't think. I'll tell you a funny story, though. Not um, even your hopefully.
2: kids? Hopefully. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> we just called that speaking. <laughs> we didn't call that. We didn't get fussy about which language it was. We just defaulted.
3: That's racist. My
1: uh, my dad, my dad, uh, I grew up, my dad was a, a U of M. He worked at the U of M. He was a U of M professor. Mm. And there was a, a visiting uh, professor from China. And she spoke English as a second language. And um, uh, at, at, at a meal that we shared with her, I made some kind of a, a, a joke because that's my default human interaction <laughs> is trying to make yeah. jokes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and she thought about what I said for a second. And then she said this. Is a joke based on a homophone?? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> and I, whoa. Yeah, okay. And I thought about it and I said, yes, yes, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> so she didn't laugh but she did decipher what I had done and explained it to me. <laughs> and it up turns up out she your... was a
3: robot. <laughs> <The whole story. laughs> yeah. This is a joke based on a homophobic. That's homophobic. Racist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's homophobic. <laughs> say robophobic? Yeah.
3: No um, he said no he didn't. No you didn't. Yes, Why yes, did you just say yes, yes? That's not what you said. No,
1: I
4: said I said I'm a, I don't know homophobic. 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 And then he said
3: homophonic, but I could be wrong.
1: I'm gonna go phone Nick.
2: We'll never know. We'll never know.
4: Uh, uh, Dean, is it true you wrote A sketch comedy for an event featuring the Queen?
1: Um, you know what I did do? Very close. I, I wrote some jokes um, for Brent Butt as Ooh, yeah. the <laughs> host of the show. So I guess, well, and, he, and we also wrote, so it was, uh, so it wasn't a sketch per se, but.
4: I've been telling everyone.
1: <laughs> well, actually, I, I could say it was sketched because, so we wrote some monologue jokes. And when I say we, it was me and Lara Ray. Right. Um. And Brent Butt had uh, said, uh, "Hey boys, I'm hosting a because um, back then we were both sorry.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> it was uh, it was Lara Ray before she transitioned. Right. And uh, Brent Butt said, uh, 'I've got uh, I've got this gig hosting the Saskatchewan Centennial.'" And uh, would 100 you, years of Saskatchewan, 100 years of Saskatchewan. And you can tell when you drive on the highways. Boom. Opening <laughs> joke right there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: And uh, would you write some uh, monologue jokes for me and just basically sort of be the all around? writer monkeys and we said we would love to yeah and so we wrote some monologue jokes for brent and we wrote some uh we actually i don't know how we ended up when we said yes we didn't realize we would also get to write serious speeches for people like shirley douglas right we had to write (laughs) shirley douglas's speech she said like here's what i want to talk about go and so we took a crack at it and she looked at it and she said no, I speak in short declarative sentences. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> this is way too long and complex. We tried to get fancy with the words. But we wrote some jokes for Brent that went over very well. And we wrote a little skit, I guess, between Brent sort of doing a, a uh, double-hander with Leslie Nielsen, who was also a guest.
0: Oh, nice. Woo. Right,
1: right, right.
4: So That's the sketch I'm thinking of, I think.
1: Yeah. And the newspaper the next day said this was wonderful and this was wonderful and the ballet was wonderful and the symphony was wonderful and the less said about... Brent and Leslie Nielsen's little thing they did together the better.
2: <laughs> oh. oh, People little are so harsh on together. sketch comedy. Yeah. Well, you know,
1: they said the less said the better. So that, that was as kind as they could be. Right? They didn't have anything nice to
5: say, they didn't say anything mean.
1: They just said we're not gonna say anything about it.
3: But also like incredibly in mean. <laughs>
5: Did the queen deliver her lines well?
1: Or? Um, she waved. I got to stand, uh, that w- that's my one, um, I got to stand like six feet from her as she came through like the concourse she of came? the hockey arena, right? Because she actually, she attended the event, right? So was We're she on skates?
2: Like- <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so they sat her in this like box. We right? penalty that box? Was- <laughs> I think so. I think it honestly was.
4: <laughs> that's a five minute And razor. then
1: I remember the, the, no, the event itself happened uh, the same night that one of the Star Wars prequels opened, whether it was one, two or three. I don't remember mm. if we looked up. I guess it would be like 2005. So I guess it was probably what? Attack of the Clones. The second if one. If you a yeah. Star Wars person. Mm. Would it be second one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 2005. I feel like it's 1905, 2005, but maybe I'm wrong. Bro, I think he's talking um, just
3: to you
2: maybe <laughs> it
1: doesn't really, it's doesn't really matter one. which know. one but I remember the only line like Brent uh, addressed the queen and thanked her for attending and then thanked her for choosing us over the new Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> so funny, right? Right. and I think the camera cut to her and you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> And then the papers wouldn't talk about it.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: but uh, I remember—I uh, don't remember the who was producing it, but we did like everything that everything had to go through the Queen's people, right, to make sure that it wasn't going to be offensive or embarrassing to her, right? right. So,
4: mm. yeah. that's hilarious—the Queen having to go over. <laughs> the jokes material that's yeah. right uh, I, I totally I, I wasn't saw this expecting one on, uh, I saw this one on pen 15 can yeah. <laughs> uh,
5: <laughs> hack hack I didn't expect to talk about that tonight but
1: I'd forgotten all that I'd forgotten that the queen had heard some jokes that I'd written <laughs> <laughs> If there is any. I tell my kids about that. I don't think I know. <laughs> See the lady on the money, kids? Daddy made her laugh once. <laughs> once. Indirectly.
3: And then she took the stage afterwards and just ripped us to shreds. <laughs> she,
1: she did a rebuttal at yeah. the end,
5: like a
3: roast. Yeah.
0: Foot up on the, on
5: the
2: speaker.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on a she had them some like... things to say about snoop yeah. Dogg. <laughs> lights of smoke because it's in a rider <laughs> yeah.
4: go with the queen of france if you want someone dancing in your music videos <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, if there was any uh, uh famous person through history that you could make
1: laugh who would it be and why Oh, my
4: God. What gosh. a good
3: question, Tim. I, I'm great proud of question. you. question.
1: He didn't discuss this with you beforehand, no. did he? No. I surprised me with these questions. Yeah. Should I go um, first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, are yeah, all yeah. You go first since you, uh, you've you had the most opportunity to think about it, I'm guessing. <laughs> I would go with
4: Winston Churchill.
0: <laughs> he's probably got a good laugh. I'll bet you he's got a good laugh. Yeah. And
3: I bet you his belly would shake like a bowl full of jelly, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Winston Churchill dressed up as Santa Claus on uh, Christmas?
3: Oh, I don't know. I bet you he's too serious for that. But I bet yeah. you he wore, like, Santa Claus underwear just, like, for, <laughs> just, just for, like, to be, like, sure I'm not all. And he's Sean Connery, too. She, I'm not all serious. Um, <laughs> are we all, are yeah, we yeah. all going for, oh, um, I don't know, Bill Murray.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you could, you could actually do that. That's still possible. <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay, well, no. Who's someone that's notoriously hard to make laugh? Does anyone know of that?
1: Oh, you know who's hard to make laugh still alive? Who? Famous? Tommy Lee Jones.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I could see that.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: Ooh. If if you... There's a YouTube video from a Golden Globes award where Will Ferrell comes out with Kristen Wiig to present <sighs> an award, and their shtick is... They have not watched any of the nominations, but they try to BS their way. Yes. Oh, I love that. the performance. Yes, that was <laughs> great. They're like, oh my gosh, Meryl Streep, she is, she is so and they're like they're like kind of talking on top of each other so good so good yeah. oh my gosh that scene oh my gosh that scene where where she says to the, to the she's the sassy
2: neighbor and she goes you get out of here right something
3: like that <laughs> yeah 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 I think I saw this are, your yeah. rean- reenactment was so good that yeah. that it was it like brought it, it brought it back to me yeah
1: and audience reaction shots people are laughing people are peeing themselves these are two amazing comedy performers yep. with a great bit and they cut to tommy lee jones and he's just like
2: <laughs> <"Damn>.
1: <laughs> just the worst <laughs> and there's there's like quotes and in interviews and stuff where it's like you know where he just says i'm trying to find what his words would be but it was like uh, it was like you know he just he doesn't have time <laughs>
3: To, laugh. to be silly, to be right? Laughing. To be silly,
1: right? I don't have time for this silliness. It's a waste of time, like stuff like that. Oh, oh man, wow. which is a shame. Yeah. He's great, right? Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, uh,
3: he did Men in Black. Like,
1: he, <laughs> yeah, what? I don't know. That's pretty silly. Silliness. Silliness. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I guess if you, if you pay him, maybe. If you pay yeah, him, maybe yeah. yeah. you pay him.
0: <laughs> he was also yeah, in ba- Batman Forever as uh, Two-Face. Oh, so. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what yeah, the that's... heck? If,
1: speaking of time wasters. <laughs> 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 how many? I mean, not just the people who watched it, but the, think of the millions of person hours that went into building it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean,
0: putting on oh, yeah. his makeup. He was Two-Face,
1: right? Yeah, he was two-faced. I heard a story. Speaking of two-faced, Mr. I'm not going (laughs) to cut into laughing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I heard a story that I can't remember where I heard this, but apparently when he showed up, they had like better makeup effects for him. And he was like, how long is it going to take? And they were like, well, three hours a day to apply it. No, no good. It's got to be a half hour in and out of the chair. And that's why it looks so shitty. Oh, my God. That's funny.
5: Oh,
3: my God.
1: Yeah. My kids and I just watched uh, like the original X-Men movies from...
3: Hey, I was watching those.
1: Yeah, and it feels <laughs> like they were eight window. years ago. I know. They, yeah, are, yeah. <laughs> they were like 40 years ago or I don't know what. Right? You guys yeah. seem to really enjoy them. <laughs> and, uh, and what's your name? Mystique, right? The Mystique makeup oh, yeah. apparently yeah. took... I can't remember. We Googled it at the time and it was like seven hours yeah. or yeah. nine hours or something like that. And she had like professional psychological help to yeah. get her through the shoot because to get in that makeup chair and not get out of it yeah f- a whole work day later and then have to start work whoa it's, oh, just, it's like it's exhausting yeah. right? day after day after day
3: and not to mention she was like basically naked but just covered in yeah. body paint like yeah yeah that's that's got to be that's got to be taxing too
1: yeah really <laughs> you think it's you think it's a deal breaker you think it's like luck I'll look however you want me to look, but it shouldn't take seven hours. There's got to be a better process, right? Yeah, I'll wear latex, I'll wear wear a rubber suit, I'll wear anything you want.
5: dye my skin blue.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'll look like this for the rest of my life. That's okay. Yeah,
0: I'll wear makeup (laughs) later. (laughs) Yeah, I'll do seven hours a day the rest of my life, paint just the rest of my body. If it will save me 45 minutes
2: today. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> one of those deals you make in the moment and immediately regret yeah. forever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're-
5: well,
3: not to mention that she would like, so she would be covered in makeup, but then they also would have like the, the little, her shedding her skin being like, and then like turning into someone else. And yeah. then, so there had to have been like green screen guys stuck onto her then, right? Too right. <laughs>
2: Probably, I don't know. Especially, no yeah,
4: effects. you know how like they, they when they did effects. Gollum, where Every like time they... they did that effect where like the, the skin like shh, like their her like the yeah, scales yeah. like. Yeah. No, was, uh, is better. There was like, th- yeah, Dana, can you do it? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, perfect. There was like a uh, uh, ten ten guys in green screen. Uh, jumpsuits and they'd just peel off little <laughs> flecks of green screen off of her every time. <laughs> right. It's all practical effects, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
5: Matt, do you have somebody <laughs> you wanted to make? One? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think Gretzky, but in while he's playing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my office. I've been just
5: way
1: to tuck your shirt
5: in halfway. Imagine Gretzky just in a
0: laughing fit on the ice.
3: You pants him on the ice. Yeah.
0: No, you'd pants Messier on the ice next to him. That's how you get Gretzky going, mm, oh, that's yeah. how you get punched out. My dad
5: stepped on Messier's foot at a bar once in the 80s when the Oilers were in town, and he couldn't have apologized more to a stranger (laughs) than when Messier turned around.
4: What a great story to tell. And I couldn't have apologized.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's right, kids. Your daddy was scared.
5: <laughs> We're Nightingales. We're always scared. <laughs> scared of everything. Scared of life. <laughs> I was scared. Your grandfather was scared. And you'll be scared.
0: <laughs> Rory, who would you Five want to make times. laugh? Uh, Probably Blackbeard. The pirate, <laughs> the famous pirate, the famous pirate yeah, is might that a be real fictional. Guy? Yeah, not sure. I was just gonna
1: ask that. I was like, I'm assuming yeah. that's a real historical yeah. person, but I don't. I don't know. think he don't is know.
0: even. Maybe. And why, Rory? Uh, I don't know. He probably, uh, again, like Churchill, probably have a good laugh, like a real hearty. Yeah, but probably a really fellow. stinky one though. Yeah, that's true. It would be a stinky one. A scurvy laugh. Rum and yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Spitting teeth at you. Spitting teeth. Couldn't couldn't stop
0: spitting teeth at me. I
1: was going to say Blackbeard's parrot, so he kind of took my answer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
5: uh, uh, I bet you Blackbeard sounds a lot like Mike Tyson, actually. <laughs> That's right. The tougher the man. Yeah.
0: yeah. Tell us what your gold is. <laughs> you yeah. you t- trying to tell me that Someone. the
5: X marks the spot? That's ridiculous. <laughs> i plunder your children.
4: Uh, Dean, I guess you already you already went after the queen. That's one down.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, my I think my my first reaction, and it's still my my after I've had like whatever this has been ten minutes to think about. It, I think it's still my answer, <laughs> and it feels like a lazy answer. But I also stick by it. I think it, it would have to be Jesus.
2: Because oh.
1: it would answer so many questions, right? If you made him laugh, I think we could dispel a number of- um, Maybe he wouldn't have been in such a bad mood. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to, like Matt, while he's on the cross. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Alleviate some of his suffering, you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: Can you please slap my knee
4: for me? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just think there's so, many, there's so many North American Christians who would be shocked at what he might laugh at. Yeah, so that's, yeah, I think, yeah. where I'm going. Oh, yeah. A good yeah. Sense of humor. There's
5: probably, yeah. Uh, assuming that he was a real man and knowing real men myself... I think every real man has at Can one point. Can you introduce
1: me to some real men? <laughs> yeah.
5: I think every real man has at one point urinated while laughing, right? So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like you've been urinating and then you laugh, or you laugh and it makes the you pee a little. Laugh triggers the urine.
3: I think that that's just like every human, you know? Yeah, okay. I think every woman that's not has how- to. How-
1: that's not how I would define a real man, but I like that. I like that.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying, are you a real man? Or do you hold in your pee when you laugh?
2: <laughs>
3: let it out, no, no, I, I let
0: it fly, Mr. Messier. Don't worry about <laughs> it. So anyways, Jesus pissed.
3: I bet you Jesus would laugh at fart jokes. I bet you he would laugh at fart, j- fart jokes, Everyone hope. does. I would hope. Maybe not a joke, but like just like a literal fart. I bet you you could fart yeah. in front of Jesus, what and you he'd be
5: like... <laughs> Jesus's favorite show would be right now. Mm. Say yes to the dress. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say the the most recent show I watched because it's the most recent show I watched, but also because I think it's a pretty good answer. I, I watched Ted Lasso. Have you seen watching oh, Ted Lasso? Oh yeah, no.
3: good so good.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's so it's so optimistic and it's so uh, full of hope. Hope, hope. It's very hope-filled. And yeah. it, and he extends so much grace to everybody that he meets, right? There's no judgment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, listen, you're where you're at. I'm here to encourage you to get to the next place in your personal development. Yeah. He never articulates that, but that's his whole philosophy, right? Is right? just wherever you're at and whatever garbage you have inside you, spew it on me. I'm not going to take it personally. Yeah. And I'm just here to help you make that next step in your life and uh it's so great it's so great yeah you know yeah
4: i went to see a therapist for a while and after every therapy session the uh therapist would say uh uh to be gracious with yourself and uh then i would leave
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> and i've always thought about that i think the world would be a better place if we were all more gracious with ourselves and with others mm
5: You know, call me Jesus or whatever. (laughs) I was seeing a therapist, and whenever I was about to leave, my therapist would say, "Uh, sorry, it's been declined. (laughs) (laughs) And you'd
1: say, hey, show me some grace. (laughs) How about a little graciousness?
3: That's someone, actually, that I would like to make laugh is my therapist. I would like to make my therapist laugh. The only time I did, um, and I've tried. <laughs> uh, but the only time I did I didn't mean to I was just, like making fun of my funny. doctor and she was like <laughs> I said my doctor is like low self-esteem or got, a sudden, got a sudden case of self-esteem or something like that and she was like <laughs> and she brings it up all the time
5: <laughs> what's funny is you've ripped into your doctor on the podcast a number yeah. of times Yeah, you're taking this on the road
3: well, I was, cause, cause I was like talking to my therapist about how I'm trying to get tested for ADD. So I went to my doctor, but he had a sudden crisis of, he had like, he just got a sudden influx of self-esteem and decided not to do exactly what I said for once, you know? Hmm. <laughs> and it's not that funny, but she liked it because she's a self-esteem, uh, specialist. <laughs>
4: uh. Well, good. We got through all the hard questions. Now we can relax and enjoy ourselves here. Dean, um, Mm. we gave you a warning before the show that we might play a little game, and I think we're about to play it. Uh, All right. Matt, do you want to
5: explain what the hell's going on? Yeah, I'll explain (laughs) what the hell's going on. Uh, (laughs) We're about to play Two Truths and a Lie.
2: It's
5: a game we love to play on the Hunks podcast, where one of us uh, gives three statements, two of which are true, one of which is a lie. It's everybody else's responsibility to figure out which statement is the lie. Helping us out this week is none other than Dean Jenkinson. Dean. All right. So two of these things are going to be true, Mm. and one of them is going to be
1: a lie, right? Okay. All right. So here are my three statements. Um, I once wrote jokes for Mark Hamill, Mm. and they mostly bombed. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, when I was younger, I played the organ at the Winnipeg Jets games.
2: Whoa. Oh.
1: So oh, I hope that's true. And my best uh, or most exciting Twitter interaction was when I got a like on a Donald Trump uh, burn from Eric Idle. Oh. 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 Nice. Yeah.
3: Wow. Oh, Sketch those legend. are cool. These I guys. think the first two are true. Damn, i'm jumping right jumping ahead in. i'm going with my gut on this one i think the eric idol thing is way too cool i hope it's true <laughs> <laughs> i hope it's true
5: yeah
1: uh,
4: yeah because it could be playing a technicality here it could be you got a retweet you know
1: uh yeah well here's the thing i was so i was talking with my partner tammy about two truths and a lie today yes mm-hmm. And and so the ground rules we established Mm. for the game is is no technicalities. It can't be ninety nine percent true, Uh, but one percent false. uh, Good
2: for you. It's either got to be
1: whole. It's entirely
0: true or it's entirely made up. Nice, nice. You're you're a much more honorable player of Two Truths and (laughs) a Lie than we've had had before.
1: Absolute scumbags. (laughs) (laughs) I once made five thousand people laugh. Well, no, that's not true. It was five thousand three. <laughs> oh, no, you know
3: what? My like gut's that. changing. <laughs> I think the Mark Hamill thing is 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 false.
4: Mark Hamill thing? You think? Okay, so Dana's locking in. Mark Hamill is false. I'm gonna say um, that the um, okay. So technicalities are ruled out. Um, I I know that you have uh, a musical edge to you. And so the organ thing could be true because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you um, could see that. I could see that you have a magical history. And then <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say the Eric Idol thing is false. I don't know why.
5: Hmm. I'm going to say, yeah, I kind of agree. The, the musical side of you makes that sound um, very believable. You do write a lot of jokes for a lot of people. At events. Yeah. Um I'm gonna say Mark Hamill was not one of them. I'm going with Eric Idle was true,
0: hmm. and Mark Hamill story is the lie. Well, I'm gonna I'll just tie break it and say that the organ is the lie. I oh, not you're based so wrong. cover the yeah, I'm probably wrong, to wrong, but somebody's gotta do it. Somebody's gotta jump on that grenade for the team. alright Dana, can we get a mystique drum roll, please? <laughs>
4: That was a good one. Did you guys hear that? That was a
1: good one. <laughs> that was a good one. I don't know if this is on YouTube, but if if it is on YouTube, uh, look up uh, Bangles drummer Letterman drum roll because she there was a, a the 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 drummer for the Bangles yeah. guest drummed on Letterman, what? and when the top came, when the top ten list came, yeah, it was her job to do a drum roll, and at that moment in her life, she realized I'm not the kind of drummer that can do a two-minute drum roll while jokes are read. <laughs> it's, just it's never come up in my Bengals concert career. I've yeah. never had to do a two-minute drum roll. And it was embarrassing for everyone. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. <laughs> That's too funny. All right, so um, I did play the organ oh, at the Jets games nice. when I was That's awesome yeah. in, uh, Knew it. in high school in the first year or two of university. Um, Wow, I was in the the was, I was it in just the jazz you? band. Was there was no? Like- well, here's here's the story: is I was in the jazz band in high school playing trumpet. Nice, and our piano player, trumpet uh, <laughs> Earl McDonald, who is now in the states making a living as a jazz. Uh, educator, university, and a jazz player. Oh, cool! He was like a full-blown damn musician, teaching jazz uh, musicians <laughs> English. He knew that I also played. Like I grew up as a kid, my parents instead of giving me piano lessons, like a like a like a normal person, uh, gave me like organ lessons.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> with the idea that it wasn't so much scales and theory and right. It was just let's just get to the fun stuff right away. Right, mm-hmm. let's just play songs on the first day. So. Uh, he didn't want to play all the home games because it was uh, a grind and a bit sure. of a schedule. And uh, he, so he went to the, he said, would you be interested in doing that? And I was like, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. So he like brought me in one day for a little like tryout with, uh, you know, the bosses. Sweet. And, uh, and I got to do some of the home games for a few seasons. Oh, man. So you, have to, you had to awesome. learn all the,
0: like, do 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 So, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. so cool. he had his little
1: binder of, like, photograph, little hockey kind of, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Right, all the yes. yeah, yeah things yeah. you would do yeah and And would uh, you
5: have to sort of like decide what the moment called for what the mood is that was a big part of it right because you gotta kind of read the room right that's so wild a
4: whole stadium of people and you have to read the room on like how they're gonna you know so if if you are like they're gonna
2: fucking love this (laughs) (laughs) i
1: got just the thing for (laughs) them (laughs) <laughs> and I think the highlight, the highlight of my little organ career, do you remember a thing called, uh, this may be before all of your times, because I was born in 1970, but in the in the 80s and 90s, there was a thing called Schmocky Night. Yeah, I remember Schmocky Winnipeg Night. Arena.
3: No, oh, So Schmocky
1: Night was some kind of charitable fundraiser where the Jets or the Bombers would play a hockey game against Winnipeg celebrities, mm-hmm. right? Right. And I, I, I feel like it was maybe the Bombers, because the jets, you know, could probably beat some Winnipeg celebrities <laughs> yeah. these seasons, you I would think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a uh, a, a night that I I was the organist at and uh, Mad Dog Vachon from AWA pro wrestling, yeah. Yeah. Winnipeg, nice. right? was one of the celebrities. And he went down injured and the ref blew the whistle and I started just it to fill the time. (laughs) But it became clear that Mad Dog was playing possum and he wasn't actually (laughs) hurt. And he got up and stole the puck and scored on an empty net while everyone was... Oh, my God. So, So... as he did that, I was like scoring like the Warner Brothers cartoon. He's getting up. Oh, that's awesome. And the place went, my
2: dog was playing us the whole time.
1: And it was like we had rehearsed it all afterwards. It was like my favorite moment. Yeah, that's awesome.
4: Imagine if wrestling had an organist oh yeah and that's what wrestling should have <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would totally amp it up <laughs>
1: oh that's awesome so the organ is true okay organ's true mm. alright how can I stretch out the drama yeah. any further yeah. oh, I, think I just gotta I just gotta reveal it uh I never wrote jokes for Mark shit that
2: would be, so be too totally weird I it yeah.
1: but Damn did it. you not write jokes for I got to write jokes for, for, for Carrie, Carrie Fisher for Carrie Fisher yeah mm-hmm. ah. The year Right. It was July. She was in Montreal and in December, she passed away. Oh, yeah. wow. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It well, was that was wild. really cool because she mm-hmm. um, so she came to Montreal and it was me and two other writers. And I pitched a bunch of stuff that didn't go anywhere. Right. Because I'm the big Star Wars nerd and I pitched, sure. a bu- pitched a bunch of Star Wars stuff. And she was like, you know what, let's do a f- couple Star Wars things, but let's please just, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So the other two writers are with Pat. Uh, one of them was uh, a guy named uh, Rob Sheridan, who's written for if if you look at the end of a ton of Canadian TV shows and and some American shows. Rob's been in a million rooms and he's really funny. Sheridan and, hotels. Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> he writes all the best all the best stuff. So we, we went the day before her gala to meet her at her hotel room just to get to know her. And she had, like, we'd been emailing back and forth with her people and getting notes on the script and everything else. But this was kind of the let's meet her and, and show her that we're nice people and that we're there to make her look amazing. And, yeah. and we're all right. And, uh, and she's got her dog, Gary, there. And Gary's sitting there licking all of our feet the whole time. <laughs> Very Aww. cute. And um, yeah. Rob, God bless him. Has an encyclopedic knowledge of old Hollywood and old films, and so he walks into her room and he says, "Oh my gosh, you know, the other day I was watching your mom in this movie. Do you remember this movie?" And he tells me the name of the movie, and I can't remember it. And there's that scene where she does. And did you? And just boom! Instantly, she loves him. He's he's, Aww, he's the best. Sweet. Right? Yeah. And 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 Pat Dusso. I don't think I'm I'm ratting Pat Dussault out saying that he's got an encyclopedic knowledge of street drugs. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so he says to her, you know, after tomorrow's show, if you're interested in doing some mushrooms with us, <laughs> and she's like, I'm there. I'm totally there, right? Oh, cool. <laughs> Montreal and I'm mushrooms? i just... And I'm just the uh, Star Wars nerd sitting in the corner trying to shut up about Star
5: Wars. Cause <laughs> she doesn't want to talk about
2: Star Wars. <laughs>
5: She's in the in the bathroom smoking. <laughs> the nerd.
3: Would you rather do mushrooms with Carrie Fisher mm-hmm. or Queen Elizabeth? <laughs>
1: Still Carrie Fisher. Yeah. yeah. I never. It never happened, by the way. It never happened. No. But, uh-huh. uh, yeah. The, the offer was out there, and she seemed into it, but at the end of the day, it didn't happen. Oh, man. Uh, uh. So I did get a like from Eric Idle. Nice. That's and was, so
3: cool. And I was
1: hoping for a retweet. I was hoping for a follow. Yeah. I got none of those things, but uh, I made some snarky comment. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the news story was. But I, the tweet was basically, oh, it's good to know Trump's going to have some time now to watch TV. It's right? <laughs> <laughs> silly, right? Yeah, right. And, yeah. Uh, and, and uh, John Wing, who you know is an mm-hmm. L.A. comic, done The Tonight Show, done the Winnipeg Festival many times, uh, done rumors many times. Um, he retweeted me. And I guess Eric Idle follows john wing who gave it a like and i was like oh it's the start of something big <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, right <laughs> we're going to the top baby <laughs> finally i'm breaking through on twitter no nope, yeah. no nope, nope, nope. pack <laughs> your bags
4: <laughs> yeah you've done uh writing for a lot of people through the just for labs galas mm. and stuff like that uh what was um what was one of the more like surprising celebrity encounters that you've had there. A
1: surprising celebrity encounter. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Like it could be surprising good or bad or anything.
4: Yeah, I yeah, guess really so. Or like they, mm-hmm. they jump out of a barrel of water. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> or out of a birthday cake.
1: <laughs> like most of them most of them are like exactly who you think they are, yeah. right? Or at least they are able to when they go to put work that put on, that out there. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. you know, um, Sarah Silverman, we got to write some jokes for and just a sweetheart and worked hard yeah like some some of the celebrities will come and they won't really sort of wrap their head around what's happening mm-hmm. until they're on the ground and they're like okay i'm at just for laughs what am i doing i'm doing a monologue who's writing the monologue what's happening okay i don't like any of this what are we doing and then they start you know that day yeah. on something <laughs> that you've been sending back and forth with their people for two weeks and presumably the feedback is coming from the artist who's going to deliver it. But no, no, but Sarah Silverman, God bless her. Like she, uh, you know, she would send uh, notes on stuff and she would say, okay, I wouldn't say it this way. I'd say it this way. And uh, I love this joke. That's perfect. What if it was this? And just like everything she said, you're like, oh my God, yes, 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 yes. Like just so, so smart.
5: Nice. Like so smart
1: about comedy and what she would do and what her character on stage would do. And then um, I think it was the same year that like Joan Rivers was there and Joan was like hosting a gal of her own and she didn't need anybody's help obviously. Yeah. And, but she was backstage with a camera and a microphone interviewing people for something on E or whatever <laughs> those stations would be. And so she puts the microphone in uh, under Sarah Silverman's face and a camera in her face, and she says, "So you know, blah blah, 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 And how you doing? and, and tell me what you're doing here in Montreal." And she says, oh, "I'm hosting a gala and and uh, I'm gonna sing a song, and I get to write a song for Sarah Silverman it's so good. Huh. and um, And she said,And they've yeah, they've got me working with these writers from Canada, and she doesn't know that we're or she doesn't care that like, you know, I'm like ten feet away, just kind of <laughs> <laughs> trying to listen. Yeah, but she says, so you know, they they hooked me up with these Canadian writers, and like when when like at first I was like, oh no, this is gonna be like, uh,
2: right?
1: <laughs> and she was like, but there's good, they're good, and, so, like, <laughs> and i so happy. was like, oh my oh. god,
3: it's like the best thing you could hear. Yeah, oh. yeah. From like the best. Because she doesn't person. know that you
1: Yeah, she doesn't know that you're listening. Right. right, mm-hmm. right yeah. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Oh, you can hang a hat on that moment. That's great. Yeah, it yeah. lives. And then you know, and then uh, right, you get you get her personal email to send stuff back and forth, and and it comes with a disclaimer from her representation saying this is for working on this project, and when this project is over, you are not to contact Ms. Silverman,
2: <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> You're not
1: friends, right? Just, don't ask her. Can you read my script? Right? There's none of that. There's just. <laughs> Not that I would dream of that, but, uh, <laughs> but then they fly out of Montreal and they're like, that was a nice memory. And, yeah. you know, yeah. you like a tweet yeah. of hers on Twitter and you're just another person again. But she was so great. She was so great. But if That's you awesome. really
5: wanted to email her, you
1: could. <laughs> <laughs> you could. I could. I could email her you and I could say, Sarah, I wrote some jokes that you may remember when you were in Montreal that one time. <laughs> and then uh, she would, uh, you know, delete it. Yeah, <laughs> She should. She should.
4: Speaking of Sarah Silverman, she has a great podcast that she just launched recently. And if you're into podcasts, you're into anything funny or enlightening or just wonderful to listen to. Check out the Sarah Silverman podcast. Dean's shaking his head. No, no, I'm no. not into funny and smart. <laughs> no. just room noise. Give me a podcast that's just room
1: tone.
4: <laughs> <laughs> room tone for sixty minutes. Yeah,
1: I'm always pitched. I've never, I'd, I'd, I've never pulled the trigger. But if I had a podcast, it would just be me and the sunday funnies and i would i would describe the picture in the panel and then i'd tell you the dialogue and then i'd move to the next one and i'd describe the picture and i'd tell you the dialogue, and then i'd read the final thing however you know it was three or four or five panels later and then i would take about 10 minutes to tell you what the joke was right? because sarge Sarge is hoping that Beetle is going to be working, right? But what's happening is he's not working, and this is making Sarge angry.
4: That's
0: a problem. And for Beetle Sarge.
1: knows it's going to make Sarge angry, and he doesn't care. He still thinks he's going to get away with it, even though he never gets away with it. And I was just like, it would just be Dean explains the funny. I don't know if that's uh, something people would like, but explain that's what a I would family do.
3: circus right now. Let's do. I, that's the kay. one that I'm most excited about.
2: So
1: Billy was supposed to come straight home. Okay. But he didn't. Oh, no. All right. He actually went a lot of different places. And if you follow the dotted line, you can see all of the places that he went before he got home.
2: Oh, my God. Where did why he go?
1: And why his mom is so angry with him for not doing what she asked. <laughs> he went on the swings. He wasn't supposed to go on the swings. Right? He went and got an ice cream from the guy at the ice cream uh, cart. Probably wasn't, wasn't supposed to, to, do, to do that, that either. <laughs> he he petted a dog. It's not his dog. Oh my god! He's probably got his hands
3: covered in ice cream. It's
1: one. It's one picture, and there's like eighteen stories. in it. There's like eighteen stories in that panel about all the things he did instead of just come straight home.
3: Yeah, you could. You could. I could listen to that for ten minutes, ten plus minutes.
1: It's a ten-minute podcast. That's all it is. Yeah,
0: he made a quick detour to heaven to visit his grandparents. Oh.
3: <laughs> That's like more of a for a better, for worse. Didn't Wasn't that one just like super sad and always about like depression and like divorce and stuff?
2: <laughs> yeah. Or it was, yeah. did they yeah.
3: just was look like sad?
1: Lynn Johnston, is that who? The, yeah,
3: that was Lynn that Johnston. Right? Yeah.
1: That was the one where
0: they aged, right? Like they
1: consistently yeah, yeah, yeah. Like aged. They were like little kids and then by the end of the strip they were like going off and getting married. Like she yeah. actually kept up with their lives. Right, like,
3: I think that's what I found the most sad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the passage of Time moved on. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Mm -hmm. I don't
4: want to be reminded that time continues moving on. That's yeah. I'd rather
3: not think of my own mortality. Thank you, Sunday Funnies.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe
1: Danny's your co-host, huh? I (laughs) like it. Have a good crank. I'll put her on a microphone in the kitchen.
4: Um, So another fun thing that we're doing in season two here of the Hunks podcast is um, we're using this time while we're here chatting. And and this is a great opportunity for us because we have a a very professional comedy writer in the stream with us. Uh, We also pitch uh, some sketch ideas and uh, we get to talk about them and riff on them and... And shoot them down Oh yeah Yeah. I
1: like it I like that you called me A very professional comedy writer Do you know Do you know what the difference is Between a very professional comedy writer And one who's not What's that you meet your deadlines that's all it is it doesn't have to be good you just hand it in on time <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a very professional comedy writer right
4: there <laughs> Man, but that's still like one in 50 comedians
1: i know I, I anytime somebody tells me what's the secret i just say show up hand it in on time yeah and when they tell you it's garbage tell them uh to take it personal. that's yeah, to, you just like if they're like no do do it again you do it again. Yeah. <laughs> you just you just smile and keep making stuff until they tell you it's uh it's good enough or it's too late.
2: <laughs> 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 it's too late to make it any better.
1: Yeah. And if you can do that, if you can keep showing up and handing in on time, then uh, you know that's 90% of it right there. <laughs> Deadlines, I'm having trouble with my
4: punchlines. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, so... Sp- <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh Pitch and sketches this week is none other than Hunk's member
0: and internet haver, Rory Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> the man with the spotty internet connection. Uh, um, okay, so... W- yeah, a couple pitch ideas here. What if there was a Willy Wonka type guy... But at his factory, instead of chocolates, they made cool, decorative swords.
3: Right.
5: I I don't think.
0: Is there such a thing
1: as cool decorative swords? (laughs) I know there's decorative swords.
3: But are they cool? Yeah. These are
0: real cool ones. There's like gems in the handles. (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, oh, and wow. it's
3: obviously captivated the imagination of the entire town because yeah. all yeah. of the kids want to go and see <laughs> and play with these cool uh, swords. And they, <laughs> one kid gets to ki- gets to go home with a lifetime supply of cool swords, right?
5: Yeah, uh, yeah. My favorite part of this is the oats, everything outside of the factory, the town and stuff. Like his four grandparents <laughs> are sitting on a bed with swords. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well they can't afford a sword. They like save That's up right. all year That's right. to get Charlie one a sword,
3: sword. Yeah.
1: for Christmas. But he eats immediately. And he unwraps that sword. And
3: they all pass it around the circle. And there's no golden
0: the sheath inside the sword. <laughs> no golden sheath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they all pass so, it around the
3: circle, taking take, swings take with a it, bite. taking a little, a little and karate then, move. And then
1: Grandpa Joe says, "No, no, no, Charlie, you have my swing." <laughs> Are you sure, Grandpa?
5: <laughs> <laughs> so then all these kids gotta die in the factory. Yeah, well, that's, why, that's yeah, where tongue. I'm wondering
1: where does it go? Because right, is it is it they're like you know, don't touch that sword because it's not quite. Safe yet.
3: Right? <laughs> that sort yeah. of. then Basically, they move the on building. to the
1: next room, and one kid hangs back and like disobeys.
5: Yeah. Falls into the river of swords.
3: Uh, the river of swords. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. He definitely falls into the river of swords. <laughs> <laughs> one girl eats a sword that wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. She's a sword swallower. And a bunch of. Yeah. And a bunch of tiny ninjas come out and sing a song about disobeying. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs>
4: The danger diggers. <laughs> Good. Okay, so I think we got, we're all yes. Yeah, so we're yeah, all okay, yes. yes. Sweet. And sweet. then obviously instead of an elevator going into this guy, it's just a sword yeah, that, that it, everyone holds on to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll we'll give it
1: a qualified yes, and here's my condition. Kay. Hand it in on time.
0: <laughs> fair. Tough but fair. <laughs> it's sure too too long to write this thing. <laughs> no, no.
2: <laughs>
0: so, an awful lot of plot there, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, what if there was a dentist's office, but th- with the gimmick is that everyone's on roller skates, like at an old-timey drive-in restaurant?
3: Love it! Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know how every dentist office has their own gimmick. Like, their yeah. own little thing they do for fun. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> they're still- I,
1: I, I assume you're saying that as a joke. No, I think you're thinking go- of,
3: like, realtors.
1: <laughs> what are realtors? I'm the dentist that never
2: sleeps.
3: Yeah. <laughs> for God's sakes, let me sleep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like my kids go to a dental office and they redid their waiting room so that it's all like Harry Potter themed. Oh, I oh, really? love it! Where oh. is that? Like, it's 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 right next to the comedy club. It's oh, like, cool! So the, so there's the comedy club at one end and mm. the Safeway at the other end, and there's Shoppers Drug Mart, and then there's a kids' dental center right next to Shoppers, between Shoppers and the bakery. And they have spent, I kid you not, because I've like Googled. Oh my gosh, that like that light fixture. Like, my my daughter would go nuts if I could put that in her bedroom, and I Googled it, and it was, like, hundreds of dollars for one fixture, and they've got literally hundreds of pieces of memorabilia. Oh, my God. Wow. And, uh, you know, like, posters with, like, you know, the wanted signs for the... Right? Oh, and, wow. And it's, it's like, insane. They've spent, like, yeah. thousands and thousands of dollars redoing their waiting room in a, in a Harry Potter theme. Oh. And... My kids love it yeah, but yeah. it's got to be um, you know it's got to be somewhat time sensitive like it's not going to be a thing forever, especially if. no I think know, it will. If you're, if you're on Twitter and you're reading uh, JK Rowling's tweets there's just
5: oh, there. right, there's that The yeah. shelf life's getting shorter and shorter yeah
1: yeah people loving Harry
4: Potter <laughs> was doing everything she can to take down Hogwarts.
5: <laughs> I would love that if my dentist office was themed but like Wall Street. <laughs> <You know. laughs> the movie or Greed the place, good <laughs> you know? something. You
4: know. That's funny because the like the thing in Canada is to see Medicare or medicine or hospitals, any sort of privatization where they have to compete with other medical institutions is right, like right. silly. It's insane. But dentists yeah. still have to compete with other and dentists, do. and they compete for our mostly insurance money or cash money. You know, they but
3: compete for our teeth. Yeah. They, they just want teeth. the ones that they can take home with them at the end of the day. That Give they me pull those out. good teeth. <laughs> there's, some,
1: there's some dental offices, especially the kids ones now, where you get like a like some kind of monitor and you're going to watch a show or something. Yes. Yeah. My oh, I have never that. Seen, mine
3: Mine has a TV that. on the screen. Yeah. I get to See, watch I've never TV. seen
1: that. I don't have that. I get to look up at a fluorescent light. Yeah. Um, the same. Oh, yeah. You- you gotta switch dentists, guys. Or Come count on. Count the eyebrows. I count the eyebrow hairs. That's
2: what I do.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's ironic that they have it Harry Potter themed at a dental office since Harry Potter was an English movie. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: And yeah, your kid's teeth come out looking all fucked. I mean, if you're
1: a dentist. <laughs> but if you're a dentist and you're watching that movie, you're just like, oh my gosh, like a cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah. Right? <laughs> all these dollar
4: signs every kid, time a kid smiles.
1: <laughs> so the skit was roller skates, yeah, right? Yeah, everyone's on roller skates like, like, oh, a, drive, right. like a drive-in. So, so,
4: you know what really connects the two there is yeah. the trays. They also <laughs> use a lot of yeah, trays. Okay, yeah. Totally. In the dental world
3: so the dentists, okay but what if we just upped it a little bit more and they were all like it was like a hooters right they're <laughs> sk- skating in they've got the trays and they've got huge cans yeah but yeah. they're also just all dentists and uh so they're also like the dent the guy under the in the chair is like i think she really likes me <laughs> 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 what, are, what are you doing after this? <laughs>
1: seems, seems like a hat on a hat. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> For me, like when I picture the the roller skate drive-in. The big boss is always the cook who's wearing just like an undershirt <laughs> and like and so, like Al from Happy Days, yeah, 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 exactly. And and somebody gets fired, so I think that has to happen at this de- that, like, that's the dentist. It, he's wearing yeah. an undershirt, and it's all grease yeah. stained, he, he, grease stained, yeah. He's got a towel over his shoulder, yeah. <laughs> so I think he's fi- he's got to fire someone, he's the he's guy also in charge selling burgers. <laughs> Yeah,
2: yes, <laughs>
5: and he does. Yeah, he does have a burger.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just think uh, dentists on roller skates would be like pretty precarious too. Like if he yes. has to be standing all the time, yeah. like he's delivering the news. Yeah. Right, right, right. Oh yeah. And so like he's
1: drilling, and then he's kind of like, Whoa,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's
4: their first day, and they just moved into town. They moved there for the job. They didn't know that roller skates was part of the. <laughs>
1: So is the is part of the joke that it's never referenced, right? Is part of the joke <laughs> that the the person in the chair doesn't have the guts to ask? Why. Yeah, yeah. They just, they're trying to accept that this is right. They don't want to be the one to point out the elephant in the room, or
0: yeah, yeah, they're, I don't know. yeah. They're like, no, this is this is perfectly normal. All my dentists have uh, have been on trigger. roller skates, of course.
3: Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's in LA, and the person's like from the Midwest, and so they're like. This is how it's done in LA, actually. So I don't know if you're, you seem kind of like you're from a small town. No, no, not me, not me. No, I get this, yeah.
2: I love
1: big cities. So would it be, is, is so we got dentist, would, would surgeon be any, would, be the, <laughs> would surgery dent, surgery roller skates be any different? Uh, much higher stakes. Well, <laughs> does that make it funnier?
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah, it could be. Hmm. i was thinking of a surgical sketch the other day where they call for like a suture and then they call for a scalpel and they call for a scalper
1: and somebody <laughs> gives them like front row tickets to the billy joel concert <laughs> <laughs> this is a joke based on a homophone <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Rory, you got anything else in the sketch can uh, for us? Yeah. Okay. One more. One more. So uh, there's a judge in a watermelon growing contest at the county fair who is scandalized when it's found out that he's having an affair with one of the watermelons. But
2: oh
3: my mayor, god, he's fucking the watermelon. The mayor
0: begs for leniency because yeah, it's wrong, but this is one of the sexiest watermelons he's ever seen. <laughs> The
1: so whole lark is there?
0: Yeah,
5: yeah. Now and this at the beginning, and middle, and an end. This is just a judge of the watermelon growing contest, or like a judge. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, both
5: supreme
2: court judge. <laughs> okay, okay.
0: Yeah, both. He's uh, he's wearing a powdered wig and judging the uh, watermelon contest in on like his lunch hour. <laughs> hmm. Do judges right. get lunch hour? Yeah, they go to the cafeteria, sit in uh, different
2: cliques. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the judges don't get along.
1: Let's make, it, let's make it very 2021. He's judging it on a Zoom call, and he doesn't know that he's in the frame. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks his camera's off, but everybody's watching him have the affair with the watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, yeah. He sticks like a
4: cigar in the watermelon. And oh it. my god. <laughs> 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 okay, so Dean, let's say that you're uh, the head of a TV studio, and and you've just been given a big budget to make a silly made-for-TV movie, but it has to be judicial themed.
0: Are you buying it? <laughs>
1: You're talking about this particular
0: watermelon (laughs) speech, yes, and it was turned (laughs) in on time.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
4: It was turned in three weeks early. Yeah, like the day it was (laughs) assigned,
0: it
1: it came back. (laughs) So this went from being a, a sketch that maybe lived for four minutes, and now it's a TV movie. Uh, that, yeah, yeah, it's made-for-TV
3: movie. Now yeah. it's a I think I'm gonna
1: have to know what the B plot is.
4: Well, the <laughs> judge is played.
3: Right. The judge is played by Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and the judge's son is played by uh, what's his name? Tom Hanks's kid, Colin Hanks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And
5: he has a crisis of identity. Well, I think it would just be oh. a full on just. Regular crisis, at this. regular crisis this is a yeah. watermelon yeah. affair
4: yeah he's he has to go That's in for a called. major surgery but california law just passed all surgeries have to be done on roller skates <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they're all they're all in this movie oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah oh yes okay here's my here's my uh and there's a sword i'm gonna say no as a comedy but yes is a drama. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. If you were to, if you were to take all of this all of the stakes very seriously, yeah. Uh, then I'm gonna say yes. I like it.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Like one of those gritty, sweet British police. I'm kind
1: of feeling like I, I'm kind of feeling like a, like a sling blade kind <laughs> of, <laughs> right? Where there's gonna be something really bad that happens in the climax, right?
2: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
3: I feel like the the. Watermelon should be played by like Andre the Giant, but like a hologram Andre the Giant. You know what I mean? Like right, how they
1: computer generated, yeah, brought back to life.
3: Uh huh. <laughs> a, hol-
1: a, <laughs> <Nice>. a hologram. Young Luke Skywalker.
3: A hologram.
1: It's not Coachella.
3: <laughs> but what if it was? <laughs>
1: I, I would I would buy a ticket to Coachella if. hologram (laughs) Andre the Giant showed up live
2: (laughs) It's an audience audience, he's just
5: there to watch
2: (laughs) hey (laughs) hey boss
1: (laughs) he drank a hologram like two four in one sitting yeah
3: (laughs) well good Uh, job Rory
1: sweet thanks thanks Rory did anybody did anybody get to see Andre the Giant in person in their lifetime I guess I'm the oldest one I would have had the best chance no did you I think no, I when I was a kid, I would go to the AWA wrestling at the Winnipeg Arena maybe once or twice a year. Yeah. But I don't think I got mm-hmm. to see him in person. I could
3: that be That would wrong. have been so yeah. cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't wrestling anymore by the time I was going to see like professional wrestling yeah, shows yeah, yeah. at like age 10 or whatever.
1: So you're super young. Because he was, he was still going at about like, what, 88, 89? We,
3: yeah, but he had yeah. a surgery. He used to be 7'5", and then he had a surgery that brought him down to six one. And I think that what? was in like the early nineties. No, yeah,
4: six one, six ten.
3: Nope. Oh, six ten. Sorry. Yeah,
5: yeah. yeah. That's six still ten. a lot of height. What, what they what? cut yeah. his head off?
1: Seven five might have also been sort of a carny number. That might have been a oh yeah a kayfabe number, as they say in the business. That might mm-hmm. have just been what they build him at. But he was only ever like you know seven one or two in his right at his at his peak. But right, yeah. What mm-hmm. was I think by time he was, because
4: he was always you know, growing, right? Because he was always getting bigger. He had that. He refused yeah, he to have the surgery.
1: Acromegaly or whatever. Yeah, I'm probably missing a syllable of that. But yeah, I think he was probably his tallest, sort of in his early twenties, and then as as you as he kept growing, it was just sort of. Right, the forehead and the joints and everything else, and wow. then you just kind of like, the weight of you just kind of collapses on itself. What was the surgery
5: yeah. that made him, sh- like, did he get, like, part of his shin
3: cut off or something? No, it was like a back <laughs> surgery, I heard. Oh, yeah. compressed his in the same
1: bit. kind of boat, right, where he's had so many back surgeries. He's, you know, they used to bill him at 6'8", and he's probably, you know, 6'2 now, something like that. Whoa. Wow.
3: I know how they feel. I went to the doctor the other day and found out that I'm uh, much shorter than I thought. <laughs> wow.
0: How <laughs> yeah. much? How much shorter?
3: Uh, by a, a, like at least a full inch. A full inch. Your doctor inch.
0: really stopped lying to you, huh?
3: I went yeah. to a different doctor, and this one does not you lie. you sure
0: you can just
1: feel shorter because they were on roller skates? <laughs>
3: nope. Shorter, heavier, I'm becoming a tuna can.
5: <laughs> Do you think Andre the Giant ever went out in public and tried to disguise himself nope. by putting shoes on his knees?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you know, they, used so. to, they used to stand him on a box... To make him look even taller. Like when you see those pictures of him in like Mean Gene Okerlund and jeans uh, like, you know, below his nipple. Right. Yeah. That's because I Andre see. was standing on something else to make him look even oh, more ridiculously that's tall. that's so funny. That's great.
4: Um, well, that about brings us to the end of the Sketch Podcast uh, comedy hunks. Hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm Tim, your host. What? Those were all
1: the right words
5: in some order. We get, we'll my, get Rusty my to brain chop those up and work them in
0: the right order.
1: <laughs> yeah,
4: Rusty will fix it. He's great at this kind of stuff, isn't he? Hello, I'm Tim, your host. Well, that brings us to the end of these hunks. sketch comedy podcast. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, it's time to plug some upcoming stuff. So, Dean, uh, the Winnipeg Comedy Festival is happening this year at some point.
2: Mm. Who knows? Everything's that's the variance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes. Ask yes. the province. We've got uh, we've got dates penciled in at the end of April, and I think uh, sometime before Valentine's Day we will um, make a decision whether we're actually going to. Um, try to make that happen or yeah. do what we did last year and sort of pick some dates uh, later in the fall and see if conditions are more favorable. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, in a perfect world, we'd be able to um, have some people on a stage mm-hmm. and have a few people in an audience uh, mm-hmm. trying to sound bigger than they are. And right now, can't do that. Yeah. No. Yeah.
5: God, I can't and, wait for those days to come back.
1: Yeah. And Zoom shows, you know, are fun. Not the, not the same not rumors the same rumors is doing rumors is doing a fine job of it. they're doing a great yeah job. Mm-hmm.
4: yeah i got and to do a are... rumors show a couple weeks ago and it was so nice to hear laughs it yeah. was delayed and it's not the same but you can still hear laughs yeah. i just kept pretending i was performing in a giant stadium you know and then you have that delay right you guys know <laughs> when you perform a stadium there's like a delay <laughs> <to> laugh <laughs> like it comes like five ten minutes later um <laughs> <laughs> I only know what uh, it's okay, like so. when I play
0: football in a stadium and everyone's laughing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I think I think my audio recording level was so low I wouldn't have a file for you, but no, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time to notice that. Right at the uh, end. Yeah. We
4: got backups. Yeah, Rusty will okay. fix it.
0: Rusty will
4: <laughs>
1: fix and it. Uh, and of course they can find you online on Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's at Dean Comedy, and you'll find a... Uh, a Mishmash of angry political tweets yeah. about the state of the world, and then silly jokes about my kids and random things I thought about, and uh, and opinions about mixed martial arts. So <laughs> my brand is very focused. <laughs> <laughs> I piss off a third of everybody all the time. I'm like I'm not here to hear. I'm not here to hear about how Trump is garbage or how Tony Ferguson should have got a title shot. <laughs> <laughs> to hear about your kids. <laughs>
0: uh rory where can they find hunks uh you can find hunks on instagram twitter facebook youtube tiktok at hunks comedy right tiktok that's the one matt that we have yep
5: yeah 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 and we just remembered that we have patreon
2: oh yeah (laughs) oh Oh, yeah
4: and linkedin
5: of course yes yeah
4: you're gonna want to get on linkedin uh, but but uh, if you want to support Hunks and some other the fun stuff that we are doing, uh, patreon.com slash Hunks Comedy or Hunks Podcast. You can check that out as well. Uh, if you're new to the season two of the Hunks Podcast, we are ending every episode with a fully produced sketch that we wrote and performed. And Rusty Matthias put his uh, musical and audio wizardry on it and made it sound uh, extra
0: beautiful. So, um, unless there's anything else left to plug, oh, uh, keep an eye out for our our uh, live album coming out sometime this year.
3: Yeah. Ah,
1: yes. Yes, we have a live. I might be going for a. I might be uh, going for a skate tomorrow. If anybody <laughs> wants to go to Cineboyne Park and watch me skate, <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's all I've got on my calendar right now and of
4: course you can watch uh, dean watching the x-men movies through his <laughs> <window>. <laughs> yeah thanks dean uh
1: other
4: than that uh yeah find us where you find us enjoy the sketch at the end of the episode thank <sighs> you one more time Man. to our lovely guest dean jenkinson thanks, yeah thanks Dave. dean
3: thanks thank dean you guys this was so much
2: Super fun, fun.
4: It's easy to turn a blind eye to injustice. I choose to do things the hard way. That's why I work security at the Costco parking lot. For some people, hell is just a three-letter word. For me, it's three loitering teens, Tyler, Aiden, and Connor with a Y. These monsters treat that parking lot like it's their own personal pan pizza. My manager, Kelsey, said it was illegal for me to beat the living shit out of 13 year olds. (laughs) I don't think that's true, but what do I know? I got kicked out of police academy for talking during the movie. One day I approached those three sweaty little pumpkin farmers and politely asked them to get the fuck off my parking lot. The big one sneered, farted, and said, You can't tell us what to do. You're not our dads. (laughs) We'll see about that. I knew right then and there I had to become their dad. Now, as far as I know, it's not illegal to follow teens home. So I followed the one I called Tyler, right up to 55 Crescent Bay. As I approached the house, I caught a glimpse of Tyler's mom sunbathing in a bikini no bigger than the shoelace I used to keep my pants up. So I tightened my shoelace, straightened my teeth, and rang the doorbell. Out walked Tyler's dad, a real mean-looking son of a bitch. So I got to work. It took me a few hours, but eventually I convinced him to leave his beautiful wife so I could become his lawfully wedded husband. (laughs) Who's your dad now, Tyler? One dad down, two dads to go. I told Tyler he better give me Aiden's home address or he'll be grounded. He folded like a napkin on payday. I approached Aiden's house with caution. After all, I have a family to worry about and Tyler needs me now more than ever. Turns out Aiden was being raised by his grandpa ever since his parents ran off to become Shrek impersonators in Orlando. Seducing a grandpa, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. The gun is absolutely unnecessary and everybody winds up wet. Now, before you know it, Bob's your uncle, and I'm your grandpa, Aiden. Now, when I got to Connor's house, I found out he already had two dads. But I like a challenge. Before I could even open my little wet mouth, they demanded we all get married. Damn, I'm good. Now, as far as I know, it's not illegal for three men to be married to one another, while one of them is also married to another man and a grandpa. (laughs) Check and mate. You fuck with me, I will fuck your dad.
5: Sketch Comedy Group from Winnipeg, got it? They are Rory Fallis, Tim Gray, Matt Nightingale, and Dana Smith. Episodes are produced and recorded each week from their homes in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Additional production and sound design and editing by me, Rusty Matthias, at my home. Thanks again to this week's special guest, Dean Jenkinson. Make sure you go check him out on the internet and check out the hunks on the internet too. And make sure you tune in next week to the Hunks Podcast for another special guest that will blow your mind. And listen and subscribe wherever you're listening right now. Have a great week, everyone.
2: Okay, bye!